Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to part two of the Roofing Sales Success Formula to sell and close consistently in 30 days or less without feeling salesy, sleazy, or pushy. We're jumping into part two. This is a three-part training. Every series builds upon the previous video, so if you haven't done it yet, jump into part one to learn the simple three-part formula to smash your sales goals this year. And welcome back. My name is Adam Benzman, the Roof Strategist, and I cannot wait to continue this journey with you as we discuss how to kill a confidence demon that is holding you back. In this video, I'm gonna be teaching you how with three simple steps to figure out that one big bottleneck, that internal battle that you need to tackle in order to get to your goal. I'm gonna share my story, I'm gonna show you how others have done the same, and I cannot wait to get started. So, when we jump in, let's talk about what is a confidence demon. What is it, Adam? It was a big word. Well, it feels a lot like this. And I'll be real with you, the confidence demon is the number one reason that sales reps don't make it in this industry. It is also the number one reason that companies' growth is stunted and just stays right here. So owners, managers, sales reps, we all have something to learn from this video. We have the internal struggles that we face, and I'll share a story with you. I'm leaving all names out for privacy reasons. I get an email from a gentleman who says, Adam, I'm a combat veteran. I've been in some of the scariest places on earth, and I never skipped a beat. Then I go to knock doors, and the fear is crippling. I'll drive there. I won't even get out of my truck. It is horrifying to me. And I had to explain, I said, man, listen, when you were in, in those situations, these are external life-threatening situations. You're responding, you don't even have time to think. When we're in roofing sales, our only enemy is our mind. There's no true threat outside that's out to hurt us or attack us, okay? So everything that we're experiencing is, when I say our confidence demon, our inner confidence demon, it is all in our head. And it's crazy because that emotional experience is stronger than any like real threat almost on the outside. And when we come up against this is how and why people don't make it. They don't break through and this little demon wins. So um, what is this demon? All right. As I said before, this confidence demon is life experiences plus survival. And then what happens through your life experiences and then you survive that situation is a belief, a belief that is likely false. So I'll give you an example. I'm not your therapist. You had a messed up childhood. You had messed up parents. You had addicted parents. You had absent parents. You had no parents. You had a rough go in school. You dealt with personal things. You dealt with health issues. You dealt with trauma. Whatever the case is, we encounter a situation, all right? And it could even be a dysfunctional marriage. Doesn't matter. When we face the world and we have this experience, we react in a certain way for one goal to survive. That's how we are wired as humans. When this bad thing happens, I do this, I lived. Therefore, I believe that's the best way to engage in the world. All right? So 
Unfortunately, these beliefs are BS and they stop serving us. They're not true. This is what causes and forms our inner demon. All right. So I want you to think now, who is your confidence demon? Here's some common ones. Read through this and hold it in your mind. I want you to get real clear and we're going to wrap this up towards the end as well. Who is your confidence demon? Because you're going to learn how to tackle it in three easy steps. Okay. Now, easy steps, simple steps. I said the wrong word. It is not easy, but it three simple steps. All right. So first I can't do this. You know that one, the, you're basically setting yourself up for failure out of the gate. I can't do this. I can't do this. And you don't know why, why is it? What happened that made you say, I can't do this, or I'm horrified to, I can't knock doors like the gentleman who was, um, you know, a combat veteran, but couldn't knock doors. By the way, this was me. I feel sleazy. This is the, all the talk, the negative, oh, you're a door to door salesperson. You're in roofing. So all of a sudden you've internalized what all these other people are telling you, or it'll work for other people, but not for me because of this excuse. So those people it'll work, but, but not, I'm not, I don't fit that category. This is a load of garbage. And then I don't know enough. So maybe you're an owner and you're like, well, I don't know enough how to get the right people on my team. I don't know enough to get them trained up. I don't know enough to get them succeeding and how to pay them. So this is, could be one. If you're a sales rep, the, I don't know enough to sell a roof because I don't have the technical knowledge of what goes in. Well, I don't know enough about how the process works. Uh, 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 uh. No one knows enough. No one knows it all. I sure don't. I'm learning every day. I learn from every sales meeting I run. If you're not always learning, you're dying. All right. So this is all garbage, but let's pick what's your garbage. I'll tell you mine. It was this one. I'm horrified. We're going to talk into it. Hold this in your mind. If you don't see it listed, think hard right now, write it down. Who is your confidence demon? Now let's see what this thing means. As you can tell, I graduated from art school and this is you, my beautiful rendition of you smiling here. And you want to get to here, your goal, which is driven for financial gain. You want to, you're in this industry to grow. And of course it's more than just money. It's the personal growth. So here's your trajectory, this beautiful green arrow line. And if you're listening to the podcast, you'll have to trust me on the visual now, but standing between your goal in you is one thing and that's your confidence demon. And it doesn't matter where in this arrow it is. It could be towards the beginning. It could be further up. But the point is this is the roadblock. This is the thing that keeps us squished down, not feeling like we can break through and everybody, no matter what is one strategy away from their next big breakthrough. And this applies to everything, not just roofing sales. Okay. Problem one, like I mentioned how I developed that be, do, say formula. I had to first become a new person. That was a challenge. Then they had to, they reached the next roadblock and your strategy of what to do every day. Oh, I figured that out. Then I needed a strategy to close those deals because I wasn't closing. Great. Then later on, it was, how do I manage my time? So we always reach this next thing And for many of us, this roadblock, the first big, 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 big roadblock is this inner demon. And we need to learn what is it so we can break through because a new one might pop up later. So these skills are going to help you now and into the future. So here's the funniest part. This is an illusion. Your confidence demon is a manufactured mental and emotional zombie that is attacking you and it isn't even real. But the problem is it feels like this. It feels real. It feels insurmountable and massive, but the reality is it's just an illusion. The hard thing is our emotions and our logic, they don't communicate so well. So we need to beat it out. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you right here. So how did I kill my confidence demon? I'm going to get a little personal with you guys here because this is stuff I, I, I generally don't talk about, but we all have our inner demon and our inner stories. And it's amazing to me, the emails I get I, that I, I, people don't even want their names shared. And I respect that by the way, totally fine. 
Everyone is afraid thinking they're unique. Adam, I was so afraid to knock doors that I wouldn't even get out of my truck. I'd come home, I'd, I'd look my kids in the eye and, and, and I'd be in tears because I, I took the leap into this and I realized like I can't do it. I'm horrified, I'm not knocking doors and it's crippling and then they break through. But people don't share the real reason for this stuff. I talked to a guy, I said, how many doors? He says, how many doors should I knock a day? And I tell him, I said, wait, how many are you knocking? And he goes, five. He said, it's crippling to me. So you drive out there, you only knock five doors, but that inner experience is so real. And there's two enemies in this industry. There's you, you're the biggest enemy, your own internal experience. Then there's the outside forces, what's going on beyond your control. Oftentimes your competitors. That's what we're gonna be covering in the next video. So how did I kill my confidence demon? Like this. I had to embrace the fact that sales is, roofing sales is personal development in disguise as a way to make money. I get better at uh, chasing my goals. I get better at communicating with people. I get better at signing deals and winning business. I get better at um, handling conflict. I get better at handling difficult situations. And each time I get better, I get better personally, but then I get better in my professional life and my craft. So better personally fuels better in business, which fuels even more sales, which means money in the pocket, making more money, but it's a fun game and a fun journey. So it really is personal development in disguise. So knowing this, I said, all right, I am here to change my life and I need to overcome my big fear. So my confidence demon was conflict. I was horrified of conflict. Why? Life experience plus survival equaled my belief. So I had life experiences of volatility, emotional volatility that, that was not uh, great for me as a kid. And I had situations where there was volatility here or volatility there. And you know what my survival mechanism was? To keep the peace. I assumed the role of the peacekeeper. Keep peace, keep peace, keep peace. Everything's smooth and everything's good. So I believe that conflict and uh, tension and all these things were unhealthy and to be avoided at all cost because that was my survival mechanism and therefore I believed it to be true. Maybe you have a similar story. I don't know what yours is, but think about it. So then I fall into roofing sales and I had all these beliefs, which by the way are a total crock of garbage, but that's the thing with beliefs. In our world, they are the most, they are reality. Have you ever met someone that thinks something and you're like, you are nuts. How does that even compute? But a belief is the most guiding principle in our lives and we choose what we believe and then we have to prove it to ourselves. So I had all these false beliefs. I believe that knocking doors was evil because that was conflict. I believe that rejection was crippling because when I was rejected, it means there was confrontation, which means someone's upset, which means life's not safe and stable, which means I'm freaked out. I believe that confrontation was scary because it was unpredictable. You didn't know what would happen, what the outcome would be. What's life going to be like after that? And I believe that upsetting someone was the worst thing you could do. You know that, knock the door. I'm in the middle of feeding my baby and blah, blah. And you're like, okay, I have no idea. I can't see through walls, right? Or being liked by everyone was the most important thing because being liked means peace and stability, right? We're crazy. We're all freaking crazy, by the way. Big thing for us to realize. We're all a little nuts. This is how I was nuts. How are you nuts, right? My life experiences, I chose to survive in a certain way, led to these beliefs. I needed to break these beliefs down and build up my own ones. So what did I do? I first had to realize that my beliefs weren't helping me anymore, all right? And I had to prove it to myself by facing it head on. And I share with you, I was that thin-skinned, sensitive person. And I knew that that person wouldn't survive in this world of roofing sales. So I needed to transform. And was it easy? Of course it wasn't easy, but it was simple. Now, easy, simple, very different. Easy means everybody can do it. By the way, anything that looks worth having isn't easy to get. Might be simple to get there, but it ain't easy. So I stayed focused on my goal to pull me through. That was like my guiding light, looking up, like I'm making that 100K happen. I didn't even know what to do with that kind of money. 
All right. So I showed this book before. Brian Tracy always asks, he goes, ask yourself the question, how? So what I did, I told you in my, my old rinky-dink apartment, I didn't even have a bed frame. My mattress is on the floor. Got my goals printed here. You know what's right next to it? The word how. See my goals every day. How do I get there? How do I get there? Working on my new goals every single day. And this was, this was so helpful. It was so silly. But I printed it out as large as it would fit on a single sheet of paper. How? Question mark. And it was my always like run up to a roadblock. How am I going to get through this? Got rejected. How do I get through this? Don't want to go knock doors today. How can I get through this? So each thing was just guiding me very simply. How do I do it? And this was like my fuel. So I began to do all the things that I was afraid would cause conflict. Remember the do. We have the be, the do, the say. I needed to focus on the doing. Why? Because each time we face conflict, we get better at overcoming it. Each time we face fear, we knock the fear down. You don't get afraid of heights and say, I want to overcome this. How? You know what? Maybe I just never get on a ladder. No. You go up two rungs, and then you go up four rungs, and you go up five rungs, and you get on a one-story roof, then a two-story roof, then a three-story roof, right? Whatever it is. So, side note, I, I did a video on this. I have a dog named Maddie, rescue dog. She was severely abused before we got her. And I started to learn more of this as we went to, we were out on a walk. My dog, other dog, her name's Luna. Pick up a ball, throw it. Luna chases the ball like a happy dog, you know, running off there. And then Maddie, I see out of the corner of my eye, she goes, and she panics. She drops to the ground, looks up, and takes off running. That's fear. That is life experiences plus survival equals beliefs. Her life experience was hand goes up, I get hit. To stay safe, I run away so I don't get hit. She believed that every time a hand came up, even though I was throwing a ball lovingly for my dog, that meant I need to run off because I could get hurt. So what did we do? We exposed her lightly to it in controlled environments. First underhand, then sidearm, then tossing like this, then throwing the ball so she could see Luna run after it. And you know what? She's no longer horrified of that response. That fear has subdued. So we have, so in roofing sales, we have to do all the things. And this is huge. Like face it, do it each day. Knock those doors. Okay. See how long I could keep people talking. I made it a game to face that confrontation, even if they rejected me. And I face it head on. All right. And each victory became my fuel. This was my why. I would win a little bit more and then I'd feel more confident. So I'd face it. And I remember vividly, I'd get into the seat of my little Toyota Tacoma. On the passenger seat, I had my door hanger letters. The first part of the battle pack I told you about that I developed. And I'd sit in there and, and then my, my each victory was, no matter what, I'm knocking all the doors, they're not home leaving this letter. So I had everything set up there and I'd go out there and my day only ended when it was done. Otherwise I knew I was quitting too soon because I was following on the right activities. And our thoughts and feelings guide us in wrong directions often. And I knew if I just was like, oh, I'll knock doors a little bit till I feel like I don't need to. Well, some days it might be an hour, some days it could be two minutes, some days it could be three hours. I needed the consistency, so there was my plan. So I started to feel victorious, even knowing I was working the system, even if I didn't sign the deal. Then I knew I talked to someone, I got their contact info. Each victory fueled me and helped kill that confidence demon. And funny enough, I got so good at uh, facing conflict that I became absolutely fearless at the doors. And you know why? Because it became easy and fun. I had the right system in place. I told you, I learned through sharing my last part of the formula as I developed what to do, the most optimum way to make more sales was to drum up business surrounding my customer at the key stages when they were a new customer. Oh, I signed them up, talked to the neighbors. Now I have a reason to be there. Letting them know I just signed up the neighbors and just wanted to stop by and ask how things were going for them. Then when the job was scheduled, okay, because I knew I wouldn't hit them on install day, so I'd show up, have that conversation. If they weren't there, I'd leave a letter. Then I'd show back up on install day. 
working my pitch at the door and then being able to mention the material that was left. I'd catch new people that weren't home when it was scheduled. Then after the job was done, I could mention the roof I did over there. So I started to make it easy because each time I was showing up just to have a conversation. And then I was using that slap formula to start the conversation and then working in my systems and then working in my, my way to present the contingency and close deals. And then on the retail side, how to close the deals when I'm going through my bid, right? Or my estimate for the homeowner. And each time I succeeded, it reinforced the new me. And it was this transformation was so empowering and exciting. And the best part is other people noticed. My friends noticed, my family noticed. It was like, you used to be the one that was like of a kind of a sissy, <laughs> you know, when it came into the emotional kind of things, like I shied away from it. And then all of a sudden I'm like handling the craziness. So I became so good at it. Speaking of handling the craziness, I got so good at handling conflict that I became the go-to for our company. Every single customer complaint, legal issue and nightmare situation I handled. And I'm talking in grave extremes, situations that would have crippled me in the past. Let me tell you a story about one. So I get a phone call from a customer threatening me that her husband's in the hospital with carbon monoxide poisoning and she's gonna sue our pants off. It's 9.30 at night in the middle of a rainstorm. So I'm like, well, that's not good. What happened? She goes, well, we had the fire department out. There's carbon monoxide poisoning. You guys did the roof. The roofers pulled up the exhaust for the hot water heater. Therefore, it wasn't attached. Carbon monoxide poisoning in the house. My husband's in the hospital. So I have a woman who thinks her husband is severely sick, could potentially die, threatening to sue me. You know what I have to do? It's 930 at night. I'm driving over there. First, first call, get the plumber out ASAP to get that thing fixed because everything needs to be legal, right? We need to make sure licensed professionals done it. Then I'm calling up the crew. It's 9.30 at night in a rainstorm. I need you out here right now, emergency. We gotta go take a to look at the issue on the roof, make sure everything's all good. Then I've got the fire department coming out. Please, dispatch fire. I need to get a carbon monoxide test in this house. There's people in it. Then I've got the attorney on the phone. I'm trying to figure out what we need to be doing. I show up in the house. This woman is irate. She is laying into me that we are evil. Her, her husband is sick. She's gonna sue us if anything happens happens, we're screwed. Her dogs are barking. They've been outside. There's muddy paw prints all over. She is chewing me out. And you know what? I was able to keep her calm because I was committed to finding that resolution and I just took it. And this, by the way, these situations are when I developed that ARO objection handling formula to help guide a person into their own conclusion on their free will. So that way there wasn't a a combative nature and it worked in the gravest of extremes and that's why it works so well at the door in a presentation because it can take someone from wanting to sue thinking their husband's going to die to being at peace and seeing the outcome and guess what everything was fine we got it all buttoned up and just to add sprinkle in a little humor turns out her husband did not have have carbon monoxide poisoning he ended up ill and they think it was food poisoning or a fever Yes, the issue on the um, hot water heater was true, but the carbon monoxide was not. My point is I dealt with conflict in people's homes, getting yelled at in the gravest of situations that would have crippled me. This is the transformation that occurs. In the past, thin-skinned, I would have probably shut down into an emotional coma if I didn't have developed this, again, personal development and become this new person. And I had transformed. All right, and I already told you, people began to notice, and it was, it, was, it was so rewarding, all right? And this is what I want you to know. You will too. You will transform in this industry. Embrace it. Believe it, okay? Remember, the roofing sales success formula is simple. The three elements, the be, the do, the say. Getting the right people and investing in yourself and the personal development side to become a successful person in roofing sales. Owners, that's finding the right ones. Doing the right sales activities every day, all right? Remember, 
If you want to earn 100K, you get a custom plan to do that. And then you do the right sales activities. Otherwise, you're just basically like, oh, I want a six pack, but I'm gonna just do three hours of bicep curls in the gym. Cool, well, no, you're working hard, you're doing the wrong things. Then the say, learning how to canvas at the door, learning what to say when you have objections, learning how to present and close. So all of these things fuel each other. You get better at doing the activities, you become more confident in saying things. You become better at doing the activities, you become a better person because you're facing your fears. You say the right thing at the door and you become a better person because you're more experienced and confident with it. All of this is a, is a uh, reciprocal relationship between each element, all right? And, and it, it's not only working for me. This transformation is happening. I'm not gonna read every single one of these word for word. For many of my blurred out names for privacy reasons, but I, I get these messages on YouTube and, and YouTube comments and Instagram and emails and phone calls and when I'm working with teams one-on-one -on -one and people reach out and they say, hey, it completely changed the game for me, your videos and your course. I went from unmotivated, lacking confidence and lacking persistence and flat out scared to talk at the door to seven claims in seven days and I smashed it and he says, I also smashed my income goal like you promised. Okay, but forget the money for a minute. Okay, great that he smashed his goals, but unmotivated, lacking confidence, lacking persistence, and scared to seven deals in seven days, this stuff works when you invest and conquer that demon, destroy that inner demon, all right? This one too, thanks so much for your video response. This gentleman was afraid to get out of the door. I explained to him that there's been internal and external fears, and then the next day he lands three inspections, all right? And then this gentleman, I helped out via text message, and he says, I have more confidence to keep going. That's the fuel, that's the big win. Same thing, loved your podcast on confidence. He shares it with the team because he knows it's their obstacle. Then we got Dustin over here, was horrified, didn't deal with rejection very well, gets yelled at, says, hey, I watched your video on, uh, on uh, scre screaming at the guy in the empty canoe. By the way, a, confident, a video on confidence that I did. And he says he moved on to two deals the next day, landed two 60 square jobs. And then these, you know, even seasoned guys, hit a wall, lost confidence, came back, started watching, and stacked three deals in a night. So these internal obstacles, this is the breakthrough. I'll tell you, there's lots of cool things you can do on the sales front, but it starts with you and beating that demon, and it works, all right? So there's three steps for you to kill your confidence demon, and this is what I wanna wrap up with. First, name it. Mine was, mine was conflict. What's yours, okay? Is it, is it fear of rejection? You have to understand it. Name it, okay? Is it fear of not knowing? Is it fear of not providing enough? Is it fear of not succeeding? Name what your demon is. Then tell yourself, hey, you, my fear of conflict, you're the only thing standing between me and my goal. From here to there, there's one block and it's in your mind and it's this thing that you just named, that inner confidence demon. And then number three, you are going to attack it every single day by doing the work, do. Okay, face the fear, put in the time, put in the effort. Even if it is a crippling experience for you, baby steps, ease into it. I've had some people have massive success out of the gate, other people take some time to ramp up, it doesn't matter, you need to go and face it every day, okay? Whatever's uncomfortable, push it just a little more and keep doing it. Do the doing, remember this is part of the, sale, of the roofing sales success formula. And listen, is a quick summary. The roofing sales success formula is simple. B, it's getting the right people doing the right sales activities every single day and saying the right thing to pitch, present, close, overcome objections, and win business. B, do, say. All right, now for, for owners, let's jump into this, what this looks like. So I'm only gonna spend a couple moments on this. 
if you'd like to see it. I just released an affordable and complete package called the Roofing Sales Success Formula to give you all the elements of this Roofing Sales Success Formula for sales reps and for owners. Okay, you can click the link in the description here to, to get all the information, or if you're receiving the emails, this link will be on the slide deck here. Okay, now inside, we cover the be, do, and say. Sales for owners, B, how to build your dream team, finding the right people, finding those right five profile traits. Hustler, thick skin, persuasive, persistent, confident. Then how my recruiting process works, my interview process works to spot that talent, getting them to want to work for you as opposed to someone else, and getting them ramped up to speed, how to pay them, how to incentivize, how to run the sales meetings, all that. Okay, for sales reps, the B, this is the first start of the complete sales strategy where you create your income goal and lifestyle goals and you have that clear vision of where you need to go and I prep you for success and you're invested in that growth. Then we move on to the doing. That's the complete sales strategy, a step-by-step -step custom sales plan built around your income goal, okay, or the income goal of the rep if you're an owner. And you can take that goal and say, all right, you have to do all these things to make it happen. Here's how to get the appointments to get the sales the letters to use. And I walk you through simple step-by-step -step to make your very first sale or crack open a neighborhood and then to turn that sale using my system into dominating the neighborhood. Do this and here's the material from the marketing battle pack to use. And then move on to the say, how to say the right thing when pitching at the door, my brand new canvassing formula, okay? And by the way, the canvassing strategy using slap has been, I've been doing this with one-on-one -on -one clients, but I teach you how to use slap for every single scenario, brand new in a neighborhood, all right? Following up from your letters, after you sign a customer with a job scheduled, after it's done, and then how to use this alongside the complete sales strategy if you have canvassers, okay? Then how do we overcome objections using that ARO objection handling formula, which by the way, I say, Fear, excuse me, trust, need, money. Those are the three categories of objections. Learn how to overcome them that way. And then how to close deals using the car park formula. All right, so it's all in there as a complete package. If you're interested, there's a link on that page. So before we wrap this up, we have one more video in this free training. And that is the easy way to break through the competition in every neighborhood you're in. Because remember, we have our internal battle and our external. To date, we've covered the three-part formula, the be, the do, the say. We've talked about killing your confidence demon that's holding you back, beating the internal stuff. And now that we have all of the tools at our disposal, we have the inner confidence and the path to break through, it is time to face the challenges that are outside us and beyond our control. And that is what we're going to do in part three. If you're joining live, this will be live tomorrow morning. And if you're watching this recorded, I will see you in this video. I cannot wait to wrap this up with part three coming soon. Thank you again for joining me in this three-part training, the Roofing Sales Success Formula to smash your income goals, to sell and close consistently without feeling sleazy, salesy, or pushy. I'll see you in part three tomorrow, the easy way to break through the competition in every neighborhood. And if it's already recorded, hop in right now. We'll see you there. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So, what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.